soon as I started here, that was it. Then I knew I was going to stay. 14 years later. 14 years later. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Best Sips Worldwide. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, an American travel writer living in London. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were shaken, not stirred. And I've been obsessed by the history of cocktails ever since. Through the years, I've been lucky enough to sip some of the best made by the best. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let me introduce you to the movers and shakers of the world's most famous watering holes. I was able to sit down with our guests today, Rui Pereira, Victoria Murphy, and Nuno Fonseca, on my recent trip to Four Seasons Fairways in Quinta de Lago, Portugal. Their love for the place has found its way into their cocktails, which are pretty special, and can only be found there. We start today with Rui and his love for gin. Then uh, I went for a gin workshop. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, where was the gin workshop? Uh, it was a gin workshop in uh, Albufeira. It was uh, by Gin Mare, a Mediterranean gin. And after that, I was invited to create a cocktail for a competition. And then starts my passion. So what was the cocktail you created? Uh, it was a combination of three cocktails. Uh, perfect server gin tonic. Like a gin with uh, rosemary, uh, orange, and some bitters. Then there was another cocktail. It was supposed to be uh, inspired on the on the, the lifestyle. And then the, the final cocktail inspired on a, also in the sea with oysters, things like that. Were you always a lover of gin? Uh, I was. A, I'm a lover of bad drinks. I started to enjoy gin uh, four years ago, when the the gin became very popular, and then we started to have gin tonics with uh, big glasses, uh, lots of botanics, and that's where the, my passion started. <laughs> uh, you went to the workshop, yeah, and all, automatically you wanted to jo- do a competition. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, they just convinced me that was uh, interesting, and uh, it was. I just met new people, new techniques, and the environment is, it was very, very friendly and very nice. And were they doing anything gin-specific at the hotel here? Here, here we have a, a gin evening that started uh, two years ago, uh, and uh, it became very popular. We got a selection of uh, eight different types of gin, and which one of them we serve different ways, and our clients seem to enjoy it a lot. And they come just for that every Wednesday. Did you think this up? Uh, it was line? me and uh, the my head chef and the manager. We decided to create that together. Was that based on your on competition? My, yes, it was. Uh-huh. And so, how did the competition go? Uh, not very good for the first time. <laughs> on but the second time was much better. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it, it'll get better and get better and better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> now the menu that you have. Yes. Um, do you use all the same gin or different ones? Uh, on the menu, uh, we have used uh, eight different gins from uh, a few specific regions like Portugal, Spain, French, UK, and uh, Scottish. 
And so, which for each gene we try to create a little bit of the region of what is uh, the intensity of the gene and the country itself. So the Portuguese gene, uh, basically we use uh, Portuguese uh, ingredients like orange, rosemary. For the Spanish, it's also a Mediterranean gene. We also basically also have the same ingredients, but in different uh, uh, different ways. And so so. For the French also, English, uh, we use more Citrix. Uh, for the Scotches, it's Hendrix, so we use uh, usual cucumber or cucumber and rose petals. And was it hard to select which gins you wanted to uh, use? With so many available, yes, it was. <laughs> Who did the taste testing? Uh, basically, I've done most of the taste. <laughs> Do you still like test. gin? Yes, I still love gin. I have my gin hour every day on my day off. And what do you drink? Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do you have it one depends. specific or do you change them uh, each gin hour? I have three favorite gins. Uh, one is uh, Monkey 47. Then my second one might be Jimari from Spain. Uh, the third one, uh, Portuguese gin. It's quite nice. Mm-hmm. But you work with mostly... Um, Brits, right? Brits. Yes. There are a lot of Brits here. Yeah. And were you finding that they were asking for gin all the time? Gin and tonic, gin and tonic? Uh, yes, I could say so. It's one of the drinks we serve most, gin tonic. And have you been able to um, convince them to try different kinds of gins? Yes, I did, especially the Portuguese ones. They seem to be love it. And what makes a Portuguese gin different from any uh, other? I should say the the one uh, people get impressed uh, and they when they hear about it, they want to try it is a charish we call it uh, it's a gene we call it charish blue magic is a changing color gene so that's that might be why the reason we, why people enjoy that uh, gene a lot. Do you usually serve the Portuguese gin with anything specific? Uh, since we have two Portuguese gins, uh, we have the classic. Charish and the, the changing color Charish. Uh, changing color Charish is made from 11 ingredients, including Portuguese raspberries and Portuguese strawberries. So, since the gin changed color from blue to pink, we decided to serve it with raspberries and uh, strawberries. So, it makes the color uh, similar to those. <laughs> so, how does it change? It's a flower colored Clitoria uh, ternatia. Or blue pea flower, English, and uh, it's the flower comes from Indonesia, and it's very intense color, blue color, and when the tonic uh, comes in together with the gin, uh, the citric acid from the tonic makes the color changing. So it starts off blue. It starts blue and it goes I'm, pink. Well, I've got to see that. <laughs> so should we go make one? Yeah. You're obviously not Portuguese, no. so what brought you to Portugal? Um, I went along with the flow. I had a couple of friends who wanted to move abroad 15 years ago, and I just went with them. I always worked in hotels, bars, so thought, why not work in Portugal? It's just as easy. Well, where yeah. were you working before? Where were you living? In England. I used to work for a brewery, so I sort of travelled around. We used to do relief management, going into pubs sometimes trouble pubs that had a bit of problems with staff or with customers and sort of turn them around six months or a year and then move on to the next one. What brewery was it? Uh, it was Scottish Newcastle. And were you living up? in? You always lived inside the pubs, yeah. 
away since I was 17. And what drew you to that world? The first time I went for an inter- interview, uh, when I was 17, I was at college, but I, I didn't like it. I, I, it wasn't for me. I wanted to earn money. I wanted to be working. And uh, I, could only, I couldn't work behind a bar at 17, but I went to work in the kitchen. First of all, washing dishes and then moving up and eventually behind the bar. And, uh, but it was, the, it was the couple I worked for. It was a real family atmosphere. I lived upstairs. There was, she, she, my boss used to employ lots of um, foreigners, lots of people from all around Europe who would be backpacking and Australians and things. And it was just so lovely meeting everybody different. And it just sort of, it, I got addicted to it, really. Yeah, and what so. made you want to come behind the bar? I think that was always what I wanted to do. I just wasn't old enough at first. As soon as I turned 18, I was behind the bar, and I've never been anywhere else. I'll help out. I'll help in the restaurant. I'll, I used to do a bit of chambermaiding when it was needed, you know, but always behind the bar is where I wanted to Do you be. think it was, it was the people, even meeting the people in front of the bar? Definitely. Definitely, yeah. And I loved not always working in the same place every single day. That's why I like doing the reliefs, going from pub to pub, because... It was always something different, you know. It was always a new crowd. It was a new group of, in England, you get a lot of the locals' pubs, the regulars' pubs, you know, where it's the same people every single day. But they can be fun as well. I, I, I love them. The pub culture in England is completely different to the, the bars here. Did you miss that when you first moved? I did, I did. But as every time I go home now, it's sort of died out a little bit in England, you know, because it's so expensive smoking bars you know a lot, a lot of these factors have, have changed it a lot um, so it's not quite what I remembered anymore but I've definitely changed I'm more of a cafe drinker over here than a pub drinker in England now and when you came to Portugal um, did you already know that you wanted to be in the Algarve part no I'd never been to Portugal before I just came where did you land uh, first of all we were in we drove down we drove all the way along the coast stopped a few places and I was actually with a friend who used to come here on holiday. So we sort of headed for the Algarve, but I'd never been. We started off in Tavira, and then we hit Quatera, uh, where I live now. And I was lucky enough to meet somebody who was just leaving this job. I'd worked in a few bars in the meantime, but as soon as I started here, that was it. And I knew I was going to stay. 14 years later. 14 years later. <laughs> it's flown by. What do you think has kept you here? Uh... I know it sounds cheesy, but it really is a bit like a family. And not just the, the staff. I mean, obviously, I've had, we've worked together for 14 years. Like, a lot of the people here were, like, really close. But the, the clients as well. A lot of the customers here, we've seen kids from, from toddlers, and now I'm serving the pints. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny, but it's really nice. Well, considering that you said what you loved about working with the beer was going from place to place to place yeah, to place, yeah. and now but you've been in one place. mix, because you, you don't see the same faces every day. You don't get bored with it. You see the same people maybe two, three times a year, or maybe once a year, but it's always changing. There's, it goes with the seasons. There's the winter, there's Christmas, there's New Year, there's summer season, which obviously is crazy, but it's, it's always different. That's what I love about it. It's so, that's so lovely. I like, yeah, to, I yeah. like to hear that. Um, <laughs> and being behind the bar here, do you get to fulfill your like, creativity about drinks? Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, we have such a wide range of drinks available anyway. You know, everything from kids' drinks right up until, you know, the, the gins, which Rui was showing you yesterday, and the cocktails. And, but if I come up with a, an idea for a cocktail... Song is fantastic. She'll let me do whatever I want. She'll let me try it out, put it on as a special. Or what is one that you've done? 
Oh, I, I started on. I, I love cocktails because in England nobody drinks cocktails. It's still just pints and still. Oh, tights. you haven't been to London for a while. Oh yeah, that's uh, probably true. That's probably true. It is totally yeah. cocktail yeah. culture. But it's not the same as sitting by the pool no. with in the sunshine having a cocktail. Absolutely I love the not. long drinks. I've got I put on Sex on the Beach today, classic, obviously. But I like to have a little different recipe. You know, put a bit of melon liqueur in it. Put a or do a hurricane. I, I discovered a hurricane. I was watching TV. I've been to America, but I, I never saw a hurricane. Before. Were you in New Orleans ever? No, ah. no. But that's yeah, it's famous mm-hmm. now. So I, yeah, I discovered a hurricane. I thought I'm going to make a brilliant hurricane. But I love testing out on people as well. You know, especially where in the they're in the perfect atmosphere to try it out. Do you find them receptive to it? Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. So and they I, come up, they order a mar- um, maybe a margarita, yeah. and you say no, no, yeah. Oh, the you, you, they're, they're very open to suggestions here. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's perfect for somebody who wants to try out new drinks. And that's because they trust you. Yeah. yeah. Because they've seen you here for 14 years. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they're like, I'm like a family member. <laughs> what, are some other, what are some other drinks you've made? Ooh, I like my frozen cocktails. I like my... One I discovered when I came to Portugal was caipirinha. Have you tried caipirinha? Brazilian, mm-hmm. obviously, close, close connections with, um, with Portugal. But there's all kinds of variations. You have the crushed ice, you have the lime, you have the brown sugar. Normally it's with cachaça, the Brazilian rum. But now they do all kinds of different variations. They do um, caipiroshka, which is with vodka. Uh, Caipirão, which is with licorão, is a Portuguese liqueur. And there's so many different combinations you can do with that. And people love to try it because it's not a cocktail that's going to get knock you out. It's only one, one type of alcohol in there. But it's so refreshing and lovely to drink designed for sitting on the beach or by the pool you know I I love those yeah do you foresee yourself staying here do you know it's funny everybody was asked me that and ever since the first year I was here I've said well you never know what next year might bring you never know but I haven't gone now and I've no intention to in the near future so probably yeah so when people come they know see Vicky yeah and what do you call that drink the what the the caipirinha do you have different names for it yeah it depends what's in it the one with yeah. the Portuguese liqueur because I've uh, got to try that caipirão caipirão it's called barão. okay the, the liqueur it's like a herby liqueur and you put that with lime sugar crushed ice I think that may have to be our cocktail of the week one, yeah. <laughs> yeah I really want one right now so let's go to the bar okay, okay? I started like when I was 17 uh, as just a summer job. Then I ended up working one year just because I started liking it, you know, just meeting people and doing all the things, you know, cocktails, and having fun. Then I went to catering school after that for one year. And then I started working in. in when you were in catering school, were you thinking of being a chef or always with barman. cocktails? Always, always barman. With, always a barman, yeah. What was it about it that you liked? The thing, meeting people from all over, you get to know people from all over the world. Yeah. The same here in the hotel. So when did you start here? Here I started in 92, the first time. So you've been here a while? Uh, then I left. Oh, you left. <laughs> and where did you go then? Uh, then I was in Villamora, working in a hotel in Villamora. Always, always in the Algarve? Always in the Algarve. You never wanted to leave? No. You love it? Yeah, I like the Algarve. Yeah. It's near the, the ocean, you can go to the beach every day, you can do a lot of different stuff. Oh, I, listen, fun. I totally understand. We're sitting here in the sun. It's yeah. beautiful. And I have a caipirinha. Yeah. And uh, well, the sun lasts for what, eight, maybe longer, nine months. You can go from to the beach from April to October, November. The last years you can be in the ocean in November. 
So since you've been here so long, you must know a lot of the members and the people who come. Well, I know some that used to be teenagers, almost like when I started, and now they have their own kids, you know. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> From before they could yeah. order a cocktail kids, to now yeah. that they can order a cocktail. Some, yeah. Some of them, they had kids, and now they, their kids have kids already, yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah. It is. <laughs> From the first time, people that I met the first time I was here, this 92, then I left in 94. I came back again in 97. What do you think drew you back? Why did you want to come back to here? Uh, I was working in Fillmore and the hotels is not the same thing, you know? It's different. Here you get to know everybody after a while. In hotels you always get different people and sometimes you get situations, you know? It's different in hotels, yeah. And so it's, I guess, the relationships. Yeah, it is. I think it is, yeah. Because in hotels sometimes you get different kinds of guests. They can create situations even from nothing, you know? So no situations here? No, it's different because you end up coming year after year after year, sometimes more than once a year. Mm-hmm. Four or five times a year. Some people even longer than that, more than that. And do they always order the same same drinks? No, it depends, yeah. On the summer or on the winter. I mean, yeah. when you know someone, do you say, oh, the regular? I, yeah. I'll have the... I'll have I know a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them that they stick to the same thing. So what do you think is the most popular thing you make? I think it's mainly... Gin, gin is quite popular. It's always been, you know, with the gin night because it's all over the world. Gin is like worldwide. Cocktails is not as it used to be more popular. The cocktails, especially here, uh, years ago you know, when I started. Now and it's more simple. Yeah, just the gin. Yeah. The gin is like mad. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Well. I know Rui yeah. was telling me yesterday. Mad in the last what five years. That you do a gin night? In here, we started like two years ago, three. Yeah, but it's been always popular, yeah. Even around, around the Algarves, bars that just serve gin and everything. Yeah. It's the main it's thing is just gin. Yeah. It's fantastic. It I is, think. yeah. You get a lot of different kinds of gin from all countries. Everybody mm-hmm. knows where this gin so. I know he, he made me one with a Portuguese gin. Yeah, yeah, the Shirish, yeah. yes. The blue Shirish, the magic Which one, changes yeah. color. Yeah. Which is beautiful. It is nice, yeah. it's really nice. Yeah. So do you think you're going to stay here now? Well, I think so, yeah. yeah. We'll see, enough and all. But it is, yeah, it's been here this time, yeah, since almost 20 years, yeah. So it's a lifetime. So they'll know to see you at the bar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, let's go to the bar, in fact, and let's go grab a drink. Okay. Okay, let's go. I want to thank the whole team for bringing me into the family. I can't wait to return to Four Seasons Fairways to try their other cocktails. So, Rui made me our cocktail of the week, the Sharifa Magic, when I was there. Right in front of me, I watched the lovely Sharifa gin turn from purple to pink before my very eyes. You can do it at home just as easily. You have to fill a big glass with ice and stir it so it gets really cold. Cut up three pieces of strawberries, three raspberries, and three blueberries and add it to the glass. Then pour 50 ml of Sharifa Blue Magic Gin into the glass. Put your spoon into the ice in the glass. Take your Fever Tree Mediterranean Tonic 
and slowly pour it against the spoon to fill up the glass until full. Watch the violet liquid turn pink before your eyes. It's incredible. Now don't miss my post on Four Seasons Fairways on bestbitsworldwide.com to see Rui make the drink in person. Next week, we go to Bucharest, where the newest bar, Fix Me a Drink, is the talk of the town. It's the baby of Alex Chomartan, who dragged himself away from the scene in London to go back home to wow them there, which he is definitely doing. Until next time, bottoms up. For more information and links to everything you've heard about, plus a bit more, please visit bestbitsworldwide.com. Thanks for listening to Best Sips Worldwide, a spin-off of Best Bits Worldwide. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation, and never drink and drive. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. You'll find me at the bar. The bar.